0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Thursday. It's October 22nd. It's 2020. No baseball today. So we're going to move the Thursday normal podcast to the football podcast. Uh, week 7 breakdown of the 11 games that we have for this weekend's main slate. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, Jeannie for 07. Grant, how are you doing, my friend?
1: Oh, I'm doing just fantastic. Antonio Brown may go to the Seahawks. They could have... Receiving Cora Brown, Metcalf, Lockett, and Josh Gordon. And I would I would literally stop watching Red Zone and just watch Seahawks games on Sundays.
0: Yeah, um, I saw that right before we got on. Um I, I get it from like Antonio Brown's perspective. Like who can I join that has a ch- potential to win a Super Bowl? But I don't understand it from the Seahawks perspective. They're they're fine at wide receiver. So
1: I mean, they're fine, but it depends on what the deal is going to be. Like getting a third elite wide receiver in there would just be incredible.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I, I think it's still very up in the air. Um, you know, I'm still, I'm still trying to get over, um, like Fitzpatrick getting benched. Like I have one more week to kind of get over that. Like, yeah, listen, it's rough
1: for both of us,
0: I, i I, i'm I'm excited to watch tua like i'm a i'm a dolphins fan um i'm excited to watch tua but like the dolphins are three and three fitzpatrick hasn't been playing bad like why why the move is the only thing that like is the question mark for me and like the other thing that like kind of like if you're gonna do it why not do it against the jets like
1: (laughs) yeah I i mean anyway isn't there
0: is it their bye week it's their bye week. I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Anyway, um, we got 11 games to get through, like always. Um, we get started here with the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets, 45 total. Buffalo favored by 13 in this game. Big favorites here. Um, any interest here in the Bills side of things? I mean, Allen
1: and Diggs, like, that's pretty much it. Jets are just complete dumpster fire. They have a 29 implied t- total, so I mean, maybe you can roll with either Singletary or Moss, but realistically, it's pretty much just uh, Digs and Allen for me, and I'm not even don't even have a ton of interest in them. It's just going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a blowout. The Jets are horrible. Like I, I just don't see the need to go really anywhere with them.
0: Yeah, like, my biggest concern here is the Bills just get out too far in this game and we don't get any second-half production. Um, so, uh, like, if Zach Moss was, like, super cheap, I would take a shot, but he's not cheap enough, I don't think. Like, you know, Singletary is fine. I like the Buffalo defense. I think everybody's going to like the Buffalo defense here. Um yeah. <laughs> You know, if you're if you're paying up a defense, you're probably playing Buffalo here. So, I, I don't mind Diggs and, like, Allen, but, like, If you're playing Diggs and Allen, you have to run it back with probably two Jets players. Like you're not, I know like you made the face that I want to make, but like the only way that Allen and Diggs get there is if the Jets are scoring. So like you're running it back with like Perryman Crowder maybe, and just hoping that like it's remotely close.
1: I mean, or they just put up Matt, like it's a, Lamar Jackson game last year where he just puts up massive numbers in the first half and then just kind of coasts. I mean, you're not going to get the biggest upside in the world, but it's still pretty decent upside. And yeah, if you want to run it back on the other side, like Crowder, he had a little bit of a rough outing last week, but every, he still have 13 targets. He's had 10 targets every single week this season. Like, it's just ridiculous. He's had 11 points over on full point PPR sites. If you really want to play Crowder, never going to argue with that. Um, if you want to bring it back with a second player, I don't want to say it. I, I don't – Chris Herndon. I, Buffalo's just given up so many targets to opposing tight ends. And Herndon just, Herndon just keeps destroying me every time I play him. But, like, if you want to game stack it up and play Allen and Diggs, you can bring it back with Crowder and Herndon. But I, I, I'd i honestly just bring it back, back with Crowder. Like, there's going to be enough volume there where – if they keep it close, then Herndon probably has 130 yards and a touchdown.
0: Yeah, I get it. I'm just saying, like, it won't look sexy on paper, but, like, if you want to play Allen and Diggs, you, you got to play two Jets. Like, that's the only way that I I would feel good about playing the Bills passing game in this one. Um, Steelers and Titans, 50 and a half total here Tennessee, favored by one. Um, what do you like here on the Pittsburgh side of things?
1: I mean, it's going to probably be a decently high-scoring game. Tennessee has the third highest pace in the league. So, have we gotten news? Like, I think Johnson practiced today, didn't he?
0: Um, hold on. I got to. I'm pretty sure he did, but I wanted to find the extra report. Um, let's just assume he did.
1: Yeah, assuming he did. I mean, it's just tough. Like Johnson, Claypool, Washington is even in the mix now. Juju. Like, this is going to be a decently high-scoring game. Pittsburgh has a 24-implied team total. I have to assume that they're going to – one of these guys is going to get it done. I don't know who the most likely candidate is. It's probably Claypool. He's been fantastic so far this season. He's been doing a ton. Juju really hasn't been doing a ton. Like, Roethlisberger is a guy that I want to play almost every single week in any potential shootout spot here, and this is definitely a shootout spot. I think that they should actually be favored, but Roethlisberger – paired with Claypool or Johnson or Juju or two of them, like I think is not a bad play. I'm probably staying away from Connor here. I just don't think this is the spot where he really ends up getting it done. I know that the Titans are mediocre run D, but I think this is the passing game spot where you want to target Claypool Johnson. If Johnson doesn't play, I love Claypool. I absolutely love Claypool, but if Johnson is in there, then I still think that Claypool gets a decent amount of run there. So it's kind of a mix and match spot for me. I like all the wide receivers. Any of them get it done. It's been the same thing with Roethlisberger for years. Um, Wheaton, Bryant, Brown, Juju. Like we've seen any number of guys go off randomly. And so any given spot guy can go off. Even in deep field tournaments, if you want to use James Washington, go ahead. But just targeting this passing game is something I do each and every week. And with a close game like this, where he could be slinging the ball, I plan on doing the same thing again.
0: Yeah. And like, I'm not afraid to play James Conner either. Um, I think Deontay Johnson coming back hurts James Washington more than it hurts anybody. Um, Claypool, he's a big outside guy. Like I think he's going to be okay in this one and Washington did or not Washington. Um, Johnson practice full. So um, I would expect, expect him to be back here. Um, like Juju, Juju's the slot guy. So like, we have to kind of guess, are they going to play Washington or are they going to play Claypool? Um, so if you're playing those guys, I would not play them together. I would I'd pick one or the other. Um, so um, on the Tennessee Titans side of things, like, you know, anytime we talk Tennessee Titans, Derrick Henry is always, you know, the guy that we talk about. But, like, this is a really, really good defense, um, really good run defense. They rank first in DVOA against the run, second in overall DVOA this season. Is this a spot to fade Derrick Henry after a monster game? I think so. Like, I don't really
1: want... Like, Henry's a guy that I don't want to play at high ownership. Destroyed me last weekend. Um, But even at low ownership, the matchup's just not great. I mean, Pittsburgh's run defense has been fantastic, so... This type of game, I think that you can rely a little bit on Tannehill, on Brown, and on Janu. Uh, I think that they end up passing the ball a little bit more. I don't think there's a game where they're going to run the ball with Henry thirty times in it. I think it's going to be a spot where Tannehill ends up passing the ball almost forty times, and he's had some big games like since begin since he came into the starter role when they need to pass the ball. So if he's going to pass the ball forty times, he's probably getting twenty five points in all likelihood. So I think that you can target him, you can target AJ Brown, and you can target Janu. I'm probably not going with any other ancillary pieces here in a tough matchup going against the Pittsburgh defense. But I'm I'm fading Derrick Henry, and I'll I'll use a little bit of this passing attack.
0: Yeah. Do we know if um Do we know if Corey Davis is going to be back or not? Uh, I'm not sure because like he's super interesting under 5K um, in this game if he plays. So. I'm going to, obviously we're recording on Wednesday, like we always do for the football podcast, but um, if Corey Davis is back, I really like him like to compliment AJ Brown and um, Smith. So I like the passing game. I don't like the running game here for Tennessee. I'm right there with you. Um, that's kind of it from this one. Let's move on. we got the Packers and the Texans 57 total green Bay favor by three and a half. Um, listen, this is a game that a lot of people are already talking about. Uh, what do you like here for green Bay?
1: Jones, Adams, Rogers, tanyan like they have a 30 implied team total here. Like that's just, that's just a silly amount of points. Pretty sure it's the highest on the slate, if I remember correctly. And we know that Adams is probably like, they they, they had a bad week last week. They had a bad week against a very, very tough defense. And this week they go up against a defense that really hasn't been good versus the run, really hasn't been good versus the pass. I think some people are going to overreact to Roger's bad game last week. Even with the 30 implied total, he might not get as much ownership as he should. So I'm just going with the studs in this matchup. And I think Tanya's the guy that I have the least amount of interest in, um, but still a guy that I want to include. But Adams is probably your SP – or you're not SP. It's not baseball anymore. Wide receiver one on the slate. Like he's just probably the best option on the slate for cash here. You just throw him in. There's not really a way that he ends up failing here. I don't think like he's going to get 10-plus receptions in the, or 10-plus targets in this one, maybe 10-plus receptions. Roger's going to throw to him early and often. And Jones always gives you that massive upside. He had a tough week against one of the toughest run matchups in the league last week. But outside of that, he's been getting 15-plus rushes a game, been getting five-plus targets a game. Is going to be heavily involved in the red zone. So it's those three guys, and they're just all great. In great spot,
0: you know. Looking at this game overall, I don't think there is a wrong answer um, when you're looking at like Green Bay. Um, I do think like overall, um, you know, when I'm looking at, I think MVS is super interesting from a tournament perspective. Aaron Jones, this might be like an overweight Aaron Jones play for me, like maybe going Watson, Fuller, Aaron Jones, or something like that as part of a game stack. So. Um, I love Green Bay. I like Houston too. Like, I think Houston's a an excellent spot to look at some of these guys. Like, David Johnson. Like, Green Bay has allowed a ton of you know fantasy points to opposing running backs, and like, DVOA is not the same as what their points per game fantasy points wise. They have struggled defensively, and they've kind of gotten bailed out by some of the teams that they've, they've been playing. So. I love Fuller and Cooks and Watson here, and we'll have to see if Aikens is back if that affects fells. But like Houston looks good here, Grant.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cooks is dramatically underpriced, about 10 targets per week the last two weeks. Like since O'Brien's been gone, they've kind of changed things around a little bit. So Cooks, Fuller, like David Johnson, we know where this, most of this offense is going to go. We know Fuller's big upside that he has virtually every single week he's had 15 plus points in four straight weeks been consistent as long as he doesn't get injured he could see that in this one Packers defense ranked 25th in DVOA versus both the run and the pass so far this season so just the way that they're using these pieces with the high team total like you have a 56 total or 57 total in this game it's gone up since it opened and you don't have a single guy over 7k where we know that everything's pretty much going through DJ, through Cooks, through Fuller. So this is going to be a high-scoring matchup. This is a perfect game stack spot for this entire game. Like, this is just play anyone. Play really anyone in this game. You can stack it up any way you want. It's probably going to be close. It's going to be high-scoring. It's just a beautiful spot for fantasy.
0: Yeah, I love looking at some potential secondary pieces here, like Brandon Cooks and MVS, uh, just to kind of be different. Like, how can I be different with this one? Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, 50 total. Cleveland favored by three in this game. Um, what do you like here for the Browns?
1: The Browns, I mean, Hunt, it stands out as a good play right off the bat. I mean, he's going up against Cincinnati. He's the clear guy in that offense right now. We know he's going to get work. Baker's been injured. He's probably They're probably going to rely on the run a little bit heavier. Cincinnati, 23rd and DVOA. So Hunt stands out as a fantastic play. And then A.J. Green, for some reason, got 11 targets last week. I don't fully understand it, but he's 4.3K. Like him, T. Higgins or Boyd are all fine. Wait, sorry, we're talking about Cleveland still. Uh, I'm not going OBJ or Landry. I'm doing full-on just Kareem Hunt is my main exposure to it.
0: I love Kareem Hunt. Like, I played him a ton last week. It didn't work out um, against the Steelers, but I like Kareem Hunt a lot. Austin Hooper got really involved last week after being very involved week four and five as well. Um, I think he's super interesting here for tournaments. Like I'll be honest, Grant, like I did, I always like kind of break down the games before we get started. And like, I don't love a lot of tight ends this week. So I think I'll definitely have some exposure to Austin Hooper. Um, Don't mind OBJ or Landry, but like it's Hunt Hooper for me. Um, What are you looking at here on the Cincinnati side?
1: Cincinnati side, like, I don't have a ton of interest in anyone, but I have a little interest in everyone. Like their dog, Bro's probably going to be throwing the ball a decent amount. He didn't end up throwing the ball nearly as much the last 2 weeks as he did the first few weeks of the season, but like Mixon is rushing the ball a whole lot more. I don't know. It's it's tough to figure out who I want to play in this offense. Like it could be a Higgins week, it could be a Boyd week, it could be a Green week, it could be a Mixon week. So I'm going to mix and match pieces. I honestly don't have a ton of interest in this spot here. It's more on the Cleveland side, but it's just tough to pinpoint the actual spot, but they're all so cheap that I don't mind using any of them.
0: Yeah. Like Mixon might not play dealing with that foot injury, like did not practice Wednesday. Um, Giovanni Bernard's 4,500. He would be a guy that would probably become very popular here, but I love the passing game. Like, A.J. Green's 4,300 coming off of an 11-target game. We saw Burrow really target him heavily outside of the Baltimore game, but the, mo- the Baltimore game for me when I'm looking at Cincinnati is just like a one-off. I'm not even going to look at that game mostly because they just got destroyed in that one. So, um, T. Higgins going right back to the well. Talked about him the last couple weeks um, coming off of a big game. He is Burrow's guy. Like, you know, he he trusts him. He uses him a lot, but like it could easily be Boyd, too. So when I'm playing Cincinnati, I got to play a bunch of different teams and combinations of Cincinnati because I like all three of the wide receivers here. Um, and if Mixon's out, I like Geo. So definitely going to get some exposure to the Cincinnati offense in this one. Panthers and Saints, 51 total. New Orleans favored by seven and a half in this game. Doesn't sound like Christian McCaffrey is going to be back for this one. And uh, Mike Davis is still probably too cheap.
1: Yeah, Mike Davis is kind of always too cheap. 6.6K when he's in, as involved as he is in this offense. It just really doesn't make sense to me. So he's going to rush. He's going to get targeted a lot in the passing game. Had a weird week last week with only three targets after having no less than six in a matchup before that. I don't expect that to continue. People might be who got burned by him last time might not go back to the well at 6.6K, which is a horrible idea because that's way too cheap for him. So Mike Davis is the clear top option for me on this Carolina squad. DJ Moore, I feel like is a little bit underpriced at 5.6 K had a decent week. The last two weeks here had 93 receiving yards in both of them. Robbie Anderson, a guy that I might end up playing that you you talked about how ugly tight end was. Um, Can we go to Ian Thomas? I mean, the saints have not been good versus tight ends like, I know Thomas really hasn't been used much in the last two weeks, but he's sitting at three K. If you want to punt tight end, I think this could be a spot where he ends up with a touchdown.
0: Man, like man is just, he's playing a bunch of snaps too, but it's more, he's blocking. Um, so yeah. like, I'm not super concerned about that. I'm just like, I feel like Mike Davis is their tight end. <laughs> like, I, I, like, and I say that jokingly, but like, I, I, I can't play Ian Thomas. I get it, Grant. Like, the Saints have allowed the most fantasy points per game to tight ends this season. I I understand that, like, reasoning. But, like, the most targets he's had this season is five. His average is a little at, like, right around two. And he hasn't put up a double-digit fantasy game. So, like, of course he's going to go for, like, 25 here or something. Um, it's,
1: yeah, just that, like, I was looking at tight end target shares, Saints are giving up a 34%. I get Waller was a large part of that just because when they played this, uh, Raiders, they they ended up like that's just their offense. So, but I, I think this could potentially be a spot for Ian Thomas to go off here at almost no owners. Again, it's a big like this is a perfect Millimaker spot. He's not going to be heavily owned. I, I think that he's a guy that you could potentially go with here.
0: Um, you know, i, I like DJ more. Like, you, you mentioned him um, being a little cheap. Like, everybody seems to be like jumping on Robbie Anderson. I think this is a good week to jump on more. I think both of them are in play. Um, the Saints side of things, like, this is an amazing spot for Alvin Kamara. Michael Thomas is going to be back. I'm a little concerned about like Alvin Kamara's targets kind of going down a little bit here with potential with Mike Thomas, uh, Michael Thomas being back. Latavius Murray could vulture the touchdown. So, like, I, I I can see the concern about paying up for Alvin Kamara here, but the matchup is fantastic.
1: Yeah, the matchup is fantastic for Kamara, and it's not really terrible for Michael Thomas. Um, I, I think I prefer Thomas in this one. It's in New Orleans. Like, he's coming back. He was held out last week because disciplinary reasons, if I remember correctly. So, he should be good to go here. It's been five, six weeks since his ankle sprain. So he's gonna get targeted early and often, like this offense is perfect for him. He's 7.6 K. I think that's far too cheap, especially in a 29 point total. So Michael Thomas is my favorite guy, and then then probably Kamara. I'm not using other pieces in this offense. Like with Michael Thomas back, I'm not really trusting any of the other guys here. I think it's just gonna be Michael Thomas and Kamara the entire game against a poor defense.
0: Yep um lions and falcons 55 and a half total here atlanta favored by two and a half in this one um let's start with the lions we saw deandre swift um actually get some touches like snap snaps wise he was right around what he's been all season but he finally got some work uh what do you like here for the lions
1: i don't know if i'm chasing the deandre swift game i just i don't i don't know if i can trust this backfield i mean They said Adrian Peterson was going to get his normal work He still ended up with 15 touches. Yes, it's up against Atlanta. Atlanta is a dumpster fire, although last week they magically destroyed all of my bets because I was all over the Vikings. And, yeah, so, yeah, I'm still a little bitter about that, but, like, it's – I don't think I'm going to the Russian game. You can take a shot on Swift, but I think people will go to him just because it's a massive game. So I'm doing Stafford and Holiday – or Galladay, I mean. Like, Galladay didn't really do a ton last game, but still had 100 receiving yards, six targets. Like, there's a spot where they're going to be passing the ball a lot. This Atlanta defense is not good. We saw Jefferson put up a massive outing against him last week. Granted, it was in gar- garbage time. But Galladay, Jones at his price tag. Hawkinson and Stafford are where I'm going. I'm not going with the rushing game at all, I don't think.
0: Yeah, like – I don't mind like Adrian Peterson on Fandle if you think he's going to score a touchdown. Atlanta has been dreadful against um, running backs this season. I, I think Swift's worth some tournament shares um, on DraftKings because I could see him doing well against this team. I think Galladay's a top three wide receiver on the slate. Marvin Jones is an excellent pivot. Hawkinson's in play. Like a lot of pieces in the dome here in Atlanta um, for Detroit. I think this is potentially going to be one of the highest scoring games on the slate. And I wish we had some clear-cut like running back decisions on Detroit, but all three of these guys are going to play Swift, Peterson, Johnson, unless one of them's inactive before the game. That's the only way that like I'll become like super heavy on Detroit running backs. Uh, on the Atlanta side, like I like Todd Gurley, Grant, like yeah. I like I like Julio and I like Calvin Ridley and I like Hurst, but like I really like Gurley. He's getting the work. He's got a great matchup and he's six k.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, Detroit's been one of the worst run defenses all season long here. So Gurley is probably going to get a decent workload here. He's got five touchdowns on the season. He got 20 rushing attempts last week. So new coaching in there, like they could end up behind the rock a little bit more. Granted, it could have just been matchup last time. And Gurley didn't put up a ton of yards. But 121 the week before that. Like I said, five touchdowns. He's gotten four and five targets the last two weeks. So getting a little bit... Of, Receiving work is definitely a huge upgrade for him, but I mean, 29 and a half point total. I'm not going to argue with anyone in this offense here. Julio had a massive week last week. Ridley seems to keep getting it done every single week. We know where this attack is going to be. It's between Jones Ridley, and it's going to be girly. So Matt Ryan, everyone's in play here. And even if you want to throw Hayden Hurst, who had a pretty decent game this last week in there, I'm not going to argue with that on a week where tight ends really kind of ugly.
0: Yeah, I, I really like. I love what we saw from Todd Gurley last week. You know, Brian Hill's gonna get some work. He's gonna play snaps. He's gonna get some work. But, you know, even like Gurley was running some routes out of the backfield last week. Like it was, um, it was really good to see. Like you know, that's what you want to see from Gurley. So, I really like this spot for him going up against Detroit, who what thirtieth and DVO against the run after six weeks. So. Uh, moving right along here uh, again, like Julio and Ridley, very very strong plays. I just wanted to like yeah. nail that home one more time. Um, Cowboys and the Washington Football Team. It's a forty-eight total. Washington favored by one. Um, I don't know if you realized when we were talking about this game pre-pod recording, you men- you said the Red Sins, and I still got it right. I still said the Football Team. I'm still a hundred percent this season. I still uh, think I'm at
1: zero percent. Let's see if I can <laughs> change that in a second. <laughs>
0: Um, Do you like anything here for Dallas? Like, you know, this game. Oh, man. Like, Dallas looked so bad last week. So bad.
1: They look so bad. I think everyone's going to overreact. So, I actually like some Dallas pieces. I expect most people to go with Zeke. I get that Washington has been just mediocre versus the run, but they've been very good against the pass. But this is the number one and number four. Pace offenses. Like, there's going to be a lot of plays in this game. I get Arizona and Dallas, we expected the same thing. But when Zeke coughs up the ball and Arizona is just playing from way ahead, changes everything, I think that this is like, this is my under the radar play of the week, which I don't know if it'll actually end up being like that. But the two of the fastest paced teams in the league, divisional game, only at 45 or 46 total for this i don't care i'm playing dalton like even at 6k i'm playing dalton i'm pairing him up with cooper or with uh gallup like gallup is too cheap at 4.6k don't know if dalton's going to be trash again i don't care i'm willing to take the shot on it i'm not giving a one week sample size of him just looking bad versus arizona where he had to play from behind and it was just a weird spot he still threw the ball 50 times Anytime I got a guy that might throw the ball 50 times, I don't care how bad he is. If he has these weapons around him, he has some value. I think Dalton has a chance at a 30-point game here. Like, this is just a spot where I think you have to have to give it a try again and just realize that everyone's going to be off him because of how bad they looked last week. So, I'm playing Dalton. I love Cooper. I don't mind Zeke, and I like Gallup.
0: Yeah, like, my my thing here, like, the only reason I have somewhat interest in Zeke is, like, eight, 11 targets, eight catches. Like, I know they trailed that, like, whole game, and I, I get it. But, like, if they're going to get behind a little bit, if they're up, like, he's running, if they get behind, he's going to be, a, like, Andy Dalton check down. Like, we know how much he used Mixon and Giovanni Bernard um, in Cincinnati. I don't hate Zeke here. I'm with you. I like Cooper Gallup and CD more than I like Zeke. Um, But I'm not writing off Zeke Elliott in this spot. Like I want to see ownership. Um, I kind of like the Washington defense too, grant like Andy Dalton's going to get sacked. He's going to make a couple bad throws. Like this is one of those spots where I don't mind playing Washington defense and like on other teams having some exposure to the Dallas guys. But I like Terry McLaurin here. I think he's a guy that could absolutely smash in this spot. We've been on the Antonio Gibson train a lot. Um, I think this is a spot at 5K. He's probably too cheap for the matchup.
1: McLaurin's my favorite play on the entire slate as of right now. I don't know where ownership's going to come in, but if he's going to go low-owned, I will probably have over 60% ownership at him. Like, I absolutely love McLaurin here. He's getting 10 targets every single week, going up against a terrible defense in a – Crazy high-paced game. Like McLaurin's going for 30 plus here. I absolutely love him. I really like Gibson too. Like it was a weird week last week. They were playing from behind. He's still getting five targets every single week. He's priced at 5K. He's one of the top options for me on the slate, I think, just because of his price and because of the matchup. And then I'm playing Kyle Allen. Like this is my favorite game stack of the week when we've talked about Green Bay and Houston. They're going to draw a ton ownership. Detroit and Atlanta, they're going to draw a ton of ownership. Seattle and Arizona, which we haven't gotten to yet, they're going to draw a ton of ownership. I think this game gets overlooked. I think this could be a 60-point game here. I, I just – I'm not overreacting to one week because I think that's ridiculous to do, and I think this is a spot where the Washington side is going to put up way too many points considering – they again, they're going up against the fastest-paced team with quite possibly one of the worst defenses in the league, Kylan Allen is 5.2K, Gibson is 5K, and McLaurin is 5.8K. This does not make any sense to me at all. I am absolutely hammering the spot on the Washington side, the Washington yeah, like- football team.
0: There you go. Um, yeah, I like this game too. I'm right there with you. It's a game that I had circled. Um, again, Like I like the Washington defense too. I, I think that in a high-scoring game – Washington defense could still get there at their price. Um, I think
1: you can play either defense to be honest here. Uh, Yeah. I think the main thing is like, we always talk about defense running back correlations. Like this is a perfect spot to have a defense running back correlation. Cause I think there's a high probability of a pick six here, like a very high probability of a pick six. So I did this the other week with the giants in the Dallas game, both. Dallas and the Giants' defense ended up hitting value, even though they the game was like sixty points total.
0: Yeah. Um, moving on, Grant. We got hey, we got that game. The Seattle Seahawks, the Arizona Cardinals, fifty-six total. Seattle favored by three and a half. Um, still don't know why they would want to st- sign Antonio Brown, but hey, you know, you do what you do. Um. Seahawks almost a 30 implied total here. Like this offense is clicking on every cylinder right now. Um so hey, let's bring Antonio Brown in. Um what do you what do you like here for the Seahawks? I mean,
1: it's the Seahawks going up against one of the fastest paced teams in the league. Number two in pace so far this season. So Russ is eight K, which I don't care. I'll still play him. I'd prefer Metcalf to Lockett, but Lockett's a bit cheaper. Like, we know where the production's coming from. It's going to be Carson, it's Lockett, it's DK. There's a perfect spot for them. Going up against the defense has been decent so far this season. But that really doesn't matter for Seattle with how they're playing. So just play everyone. Just play play everyone here from the Seattle side. It's, it's that simple. Russ has been averaging, what, close to four touchdowns a game this season. So I don't care. Does not matter. This is a beautiful stack spot. Metcalf is his favorite target, but Locke can get it done, and even Carson can end up rushing the ball in a few times.
0: Yep. Yeah, I love love Seattle here. Um, Love DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I think this is a DeAndre Hopkins absolutely go bonkers spot for what it's worth. I think he's going to go nuts in this game.
1: Yep, right there with you. He's my main priority over on the other side. I still prefer Devontae Adams to him for for a little bit less. Uh, But, yeah, Hopkins, like we've seen Seattle GameStacks work out all season. Hopkins, the most likely guy. Um, But it's weird to me that Edmonds is more expensive than Drake. I think it might be about right. Like I get Drake just went off for 164 yards. Granted, a lot of that was off of one run, and it was against – Dallas and the game scripts probably not going to be horribly fair favorable for him here I'm probably staying away from the rushing game over on the Arizona side I'm st- bring it back with Hopkins and I'll probably end up like with a little bit exposure to Kirk but not a ton it's, it's mostly just Hopkins I think this is him and if you want to use Murray and stack him with Hopkins that's also fine just because Murray can get there with is rushing upside, but it, it's mostly Hopkins for me over on the Arizona side.
0: By the way, how that, great is
1: it that we have four games in the afternoon this weekend?
0: Yeah, and, like, game-changing, slate-changing games. Not, like, you know, Miami, New York Jets. Um, like, we got to see it. Like, one of the highest totals on the slate, like the Seattle game uh, that we just got talking about. So, love Hopkins. Don't mind Christian Kirk to be different. Um you know, Definitely think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Kyle Murray, I, I love him this week. Uh, Jaguars and Chargers, 49.5 total here. Chargers favored by 7.5 in this one. Uh, what do you like here for the Jags?
1: Well, the Jags, I mean, Chenault at 4.5K is not a terrible play. Uh, James Robinson, I'm not going to argue with, but that, that's really it. Like, Jacksonville spreads out the ball quite a bit to all their different wide receivers, so Chenault's price tag makes him pretty appealing. But the matchup's just an all right one. They do get a pace upgrade here. So not gonna argue with using anyone from this game, but for me, it's it's mostly just Robinson, who hasn't been fantastic the last few weeks, but still has huge upside. He has he's only got one touchdown in the last three weeks. He's still got four catches for five straight, for four straight weeks. Like he's involved in the receiving game. This doesn't favor him entirely because they're still a dog, but guys remember this is the chargers what do the chargers always do stevie when uh i believe they <laughs> lose and they keep games way closer than yes. they should be if they do win
0: yeah i know i was just, yeah I, I was trying to be opposite just to be funny um <laughs> yeah if you guys if you guys
1: want to bet for the week it's jacksonville plus seven and a half
0: it's there absolutely
1: jacksonville plus seven and a half i don't care it's the chargers any general rule is anytime they're a three point plus dog or a three point favorite always bet on whoever the dog is and that's just the easiest way to win money with the chargers but yeah james robinson is the guy that i'm really looking at but chanel's price tag is pretty interesting
0: i love dj chark in this game like they're he's getting targeted at such a high rate 14 targets last week um they want to get him involved. He looked healthy um, in that game. I, I think he's the, he's the play. I think a lot of people will go to Keelan Cole coming off of a monster game. I like the Chargers a lot, and we're going to get to that in a minute. Like, Herbert's one of my favorite quarterbacks on the slate. So, I'm looking to run it back here, and I'm, I'm going to be running back a lot with Chark. Um, I'll have some Cole, and I'll have some Chenault, but I, I really like Chark here. I don't mind the spot for James Robinson. Played him a lot last week. He did okay. Um when they get behind, they abandon the run, um, and I think they're going to kind of get behind in this game, so I don't know how much I'll end up playing him. Um, on the Chargers side of things, I love Herbert. This is this is a smash spot. Um, I hate that term, but this is the spot you play him. Um, this defense is terrible.
1: Yeah, and the Keenan Allen ended up practicing today, right?
0: Yeah, he he's, was he's fine. To go.
1: Yeah, yeah i figured Um, it was
0: cramps wasn't it 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 wasn't anything serious Yeah, i couldn't remember
1: what it was i remember not seeing him on the report but i just remember that he got uh he was out that game two weeks ago uh so i just back spasms yeah yeah uh keenan allen is my second favorite play at wide receiver on the entire slate let's go buddy is going to crush here oh yeah jags are a horrible Horrible, horrible pass defense. And again, they got some guys back, but they're still not a very good pass defense. Keenan Allen is getting 10 plus targets every single week. Some people might go with Mike Williams because he did well once Keenan Allen was out. But with Herbert in there, like Keenan Allen is probably getting, if the game stays close, Keenan Allen's getting 18 targets here. Like Herbert's a fantastic play at 6.4k against the worst pass defense in the league. Keenan Allen is just going to crush here. Don't mind Henry. Don't mind Mike Williams. But Keenan Allen is the guy that will have in every single Herbert lineup and probably the majority of my lineups overall.
0: Yeah, I think um, Hunter Henry is a better pivot than Mike Williams. I do like Mike Williams too, but I think Hunter Henry is super interesting. It's a very weak tight end slate. We've seen the young quarterback favor the tight end a lot. Um, So – and like the running game – if they get up, I think Justin Jackson gets more work. If they're behind, I think it's Joshua Kelly. But I think it's going to be, I think Justin Jackson. If I'm playing either one, it'd probably be him. He's under 5K. He's super cheap. Um, I do think he's a cheap option if you are not playing like the passing game um, from the Chargers. But they have almost they have a 28 and a half implied team total. Like this is a this is an offense you want to get exposure to. Like it's the Jags defense. Don't let this game kind of fool you because it's not in the 50s. I think it might be in the 50s by the end of the week. Yep. Uh, moving on, we got the Chiefs and the Broncos, 46.5 total here. Um, Chiefs favor about 9.5. What do you like here for Kansas City?
1: Not a lot. I mean, it's the same as always. You can play Mahomes. Bell might not come back. So I do like CH's price. Like, we have to wait and see if i come back i mean actually start playing for the team if bell isn't playing this week then i really like ch's price tag is 6.1k and he's the only guy i really want to play but i'm never arguing with a tyreek hill with a mahomes with a kelsey like they just don't stand out as fantastic plays but ch if bell isn't playing this week i will have a lot of him
0: yeah, obviously we gotta wait and see um, what they're. If we get any kind of report, like I want Von Bell, Bell to be inactive in this game. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's how I get exposure to Ceh. Um, I think this is a spot like Tyreek Hill's. Like, speed could be a difference maker. I'm not going to play a ton of this game. I don't love this game. It's not my favorite game on the slate. Um, Denver, is there anything here? No
1: now just i'm fading him like kansas the game script favors passing and kansas city's pass defense is just fantastic so i'm i'm probably full-on fading denver in this spot
0: yeah like if if hamler's out again maybe tim patrick i talked about him a little bit last week but I'm not going crazy here. Like this is, again, this is one of those games that if it goes off, I'm probably not going to have a great slate because I just don't, I don't love anything here. Uh, We finish out this slate with the 49ers and the Patriots, 43 and a half total, New England favored by two in this one. Um, Any interest here in the 49ers?
1: Monster ends up missing. McKinnon's fine, but not even close to my favorite. You can take a shot on deep, well, Samuel, but in all likelihood I'm fading this game. Like I, I will, the way I'll end up playing this game is if I, like, have a lot of work to do, or if I have like two lineups that are about the same points, and I just swap one over to, like, from C H to McKinnon, like that, that, that. Like this is not a game that I want any real exposure to prior to the start of the games, but I could swap over off of if I need to make up some some, uh, whatever points, but this is like, I I don't want anything here outside of maybe McKinnon just because of the potential upside with them running the ball. If monster is out, otherwise I'm just full on out.
0: If if monster is out, I I like McKinnon. Um, he's a guy that can be involved in both the passing game and you kind of, kind of have to think that like new England is going to try to take Kittle out of this game. Um, and if they do that, Who's going to benefit? McKinnon's going to benefit. Debo's going to benefit. So, like, those are the two guys that, like, if I'm taking some shots here, I'll probably take shots on those guys. Um, New England, is there anything here? Like, the running game is a mess. Uh, it's just – I don't know.
1: Cam Newton naked, hoping he rushes into touchdowns. Like, you can absolutely do that. He's done that twice a season. He has five touchdowns on the season in four games rushing. Like, he can get 75 yards, he can break off a big run, or they can use him at the goal line. Like, it's Cam Newton, and I'm just not using him for his rushing or for his passing upside. It's strictly based off of him getting some rushing TDs.
0: Yeah, like, there's so many quarterbacks that I like this week that it's really hard to justify playing Cam. I get it. I would definitely probably play him by himself. Like, I don't think I'm playing, like, bird or harry or edelman with him i just i don't see myself doing that like <laughs> like i don't know um, it's happened once
1: a season and that was against seattle this is not the same spot so yeah. i'm right there with you
0: like you don't you don't like harris or White or those guys like all three guys are like playing equal share like i, I just i don't know i I'm probably not gonna go here on new england um these late games like i like the seattle game a lot i think that like if i'm looking at a, another game in this late game to be different like it's the chargers jacksonville game like that's the other game that i really like on the on the late afternoon slate um all right let's play the morning grind game and then um we'll get out of here give me a quarterback um not in like the top five or six that is going to throw for 300 plus yards
1: I'm gonna go with Kyle Allen. I'll let you have Herbert.
0: All right, Allen. It is. I am gonna take Herbert. Um, I like him a lot. Like I might play him in cash games. Um, that's how much I like him. So, uh, give me a low-owned running back that's gonna score a touchdown.
1: Gibson. You're gonna see a trend here for the Washington Football Team. It's twice (laughs) now.
0: Uh, let's see i don't even know who potentially is going to be loaned here um do you think david johnson's going to be loaned i doubt it in that game what about um justin jackson will he be loaned
1: i will absolutely give you justin jackson
0: all right it's hard like if we had projected ownership there's a bunch of guys above these guys that i want to look at ownership but um what mike davis practice wednesday okay um give me a quarterback wide receiver stack for a touchdown
1: kyle allen to mclevin
0: i could almost have wrote that down if washington
1: goes poorly i'm just it's going to be new york dallas all over again
0: (laughs) i want to go i wanted to go off the board a little bit um you know, give me, give me Rogers MVS. A little off the board, not too crazy, but a little off the board. Uh, give me a wide receiver that's going to have eight or more targets. Keenan Allen. I like that one a lot. Um, a lot. I pretty much just
1: gave everyone my entire core for this weekend.
0: Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, eight or more targets it's really hard not to say Crowder (laughs) just taking, taking the target floor. um, You know, give me a tight end to score a touchdown. Ian Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Grant, I hope you're wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong for you because it's going to be like 1% owned.
0: Yeah. Give me um, Hunter Henry. Um, give me a defense that's gonna score ten or more points. I'm
1: gonna give you two Dallas and Washington. All right. Early pick sixes in the first two plays of the game. It makes it real easy.
0: I'm just gonna take the chalk Buffalo. Um, I was gonna say Washington for what it's worth. So you took both of mine. Uh you took one of mine, so we're we're on the same page. I think Washington could have a defense. They're only touchdown. two point five K. That's silly to me. I know, that's what I was saying like you can like some Dallas players and still play the Washington defense cuz they're so cheap. So Um any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Uh play play some Washington football players.
0: Let's hope it works out. Um that's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday talking game 3 of the World Series and um, some esports, you know, I'm going to talk the Counter-Strike Ghost slate as well. So That's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone has an awesome week seven. And uh, we'll see you guys again for week eight next week.
1: See you, kids.